0: Welcome to another Booch News Podcast with Ian Griffin.
1: I'm on the phone with Naya Bravo, who is with Meraki Ferments in the far northwest corner of Spain, a town called Noya in Galicia. So, hi, Naya. How are you?
0: Good, good. How are you?
1: How did you first uh, get the idea to start a kombucha company?
0: Um, well, we moved uh, to Spain in at the end of 2016. Uh, we lived in Miami. Uh, my husband, uh, my daughter, uh, my three-month-old daughter at the time, and I, and um, we moved to Spain because we wanted to live um, a little bit more of a peaceful life. And um, so we went to Madrid for four months, and uh, we started like looking at things that we had back home that were easy to access to or to make at home, and one of the things that came up was kombucha. So when we, like, let's say January and February of 2017, there was not a lot of kombucha, I think. I would say, like, there were two producers in Spain, including the islands, producing at at the time. So um, we said, well, this can be a a great idea because, um, you know, kombucha is, is... Huge in the U.S. and it's something that we love. And you know, my husband was saying that he loved the one that I made at home. So we decided to go back to the U.S. I got a SCOBY from the person that taught me to do kombucha, and she has a kombucha brand in uh, in Miami. It's called Radiate Kombucha. And um, so I came back with the SCOBY. I talked to uh, a to beer brewer, and I'm like, hey, I have no idea how to start this, but I think I want to do this. So we started, like, you know, putting the business plan together. Uh, My husband was looking for a job while I worked in the business plan. And we came to Galicia because my family from my dad's side is from this town. So we had a place to crash, basically. Um, We were here, and I started to, like, go to the Chamber of Commerce and to go to the university. And so I started noticing that people had no clue what it was, but they were very supportive. So... And then I noticed that more brands were coming uh, to life in Spain. So I said, "Well, if two, three, four brands are starting to produce now and they're on the market, it's because it, this is something."
1: Um, when did you actually first, you know, bottle your first uh, gallons of kombucha commercially?
0: I bottled this year in February. I bottled the first batch.
1: Oh, so less than a year, and year old. I
0: selling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started selling uh, right after. Like in April I started selling um uh I started selling that that lot and it, it went by uh within 3 weeks I was out and I started selling again. I I was selling here uh, for like 4 months here in Galicia and now I'm in Portugal and few stores in Madrid and Barcelona and most recently in Granada in the south. So it's it's expanding uh, quickly.
1: Yeah, now you mentioned back in 2017, when you first uh, arrived back in Spain from the U.S., you found there was only a couple of kombucha brewers. Um, as you might know, on Butch News, we've been looking at a directory of worldwide kombucha companies. I, I've Currently, I think I've found 16 in Spain, including yours, so it's really a lot of Interest by the sound of it in kombucha in in that country. Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like half of us started brewing last year or this year. It's is is beautiful. Uh, it's growing really fast, and you know I I believe that we're all making uh, a great product. You know we're trying to get people to drink kombucha instead of soda. So I think
1: is is great. Yeah, and when you first started, was it? Uh, immediately, like with uh, you know a brand labels and bottles, or did you sell locally maybe in farmers' markets over the counter?
0: No, I sold straight to the I, I had a brand I invested a lot in in my brand and um, a lot of time figuring out what what I wanted to to accomplish with it and I had bottles uh, already set up and lined up and full equipment, so we invest in equipment and everything like everything we didn't waste any money in terms of the equipment and all that investment and um uh, and i'm selling right now in more than 70 stores in you know since april
1: so you obviously run the company your husband has a job presumably outside of kombucha um do you have um, to wear many hats then you you grew, you also are, are you also doing the sales, the distribution How do yeah, you I
0: mean that's one of the reasons, yeah, that's one of the reasons I think I mean we're growing, but we could grow much quicker if I had a, a team, but we started like this, like I, I grew, I do everything, and now I have a person in sales that thanks to her, is the reason why we're in most of those stores. Um, so I, I take care of everything right now, besides. The, I mean, she sells uh, here in Galicia, but I take care of the packages. Uh, I check that everything has arrived. I, you know, do accounting. Um, I brew. I take care of my brand as well. Instagram. Um, I teach. I do like every two to three months. I do uh, workshops where I teach people how to brew at home. Um, and I, you know, I do that as well. So I'm doing most of it. most of And you're
1: raising a young child, right, Two, two, two and a half years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: she's three now, yeah. she.
1: Yeah. Does he drink kombucha? Yeah.
0: No, she she does. She drinks kombucha, and actually she likes kombucha when it doesn't have a lot of bubbles. I don't carbonate, but it's a natural carbonation, but she actually likes it when, when it's just natural, you know, right out of the fermentation tank. So I leave some for her without the bubble.
1: That's me. I do, I do too. I don't bother. I brew my own at home, and I just drink it straight out of the first fermentation. I, I haven't ever really bothered with second fermentation, but I know commercially that's the thing. So I see on your website there are uh, three main flavors, strawberry, uh feelings beat bomb and uh what is pa i try to find out what is the Spanish, um, with so, con limit, something yeah, with panela, lemon, right? uh,
0: yeah panela panela is the first extraction i think it's raw cane sugar in english i believe is the first extraction of the sugar cane so the one that is like oh. super brown and like i think is raw cane sugar that's how we call it I think, I'm not very sure, but okay. Papelón con Limón is a, is a very, uh, I would say, Latin American drink. It's not only Venezuelan. Well. So everybody, like if you go to somebody's house, you will have some Papelón, you know, panela and lemon, and you can mm. drink that with any meal. So I thought, you know, I can bring this easily to a kombucha flavor and everybody can, uh, actually it's the flavor that I sell the most because it's, it's so delicious you know just panela and lemon who can say no to that but then i have this first one that i started with was the strawberry one and strawberry feelings is uh strawberry and mint and um i call it strawberry feelings because strawberry is a pain (laughs) to deal with and i didn't know about this until i had a a farmer uh, put like a thousand kilos of strawberries for me and then i understood that it was a very complex fruit. Um, and so that's why I call it Strawberry Feelings. But it's, it's more like a cidery type of flavor, and people here like it a lot because it does taste a little bit like cider, but without the alcohol, so it's a great flavor. And then the third one is Beet Balm, and um, it's, um beet, uh, lemon, and basil. And that flavor just came to me one night. I, I needed to present it to the beer brewer, and I had nothing in my house. I didn't have um, too many strawberries. So I decided to just put everything that I had together. And he loved it. And I said, well, if he, if he liked it and other people that never tasted kombucha liked it, then I'm going to do it. And the name comes from, we, we went to Madrid and uh, we, we had no bubbles in it. My husband and I were like, well, we have no bubbles, let's leave it here for a couple of days in my brother's apartment and the next morning they started to explode.
1: Just like twelve uh-huh. hours
0: later they explode. So we said we have to call this bomb. So <laughs> that's that's where the names come from.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. That is the the risk with secondary fermentation. You you get exploding bottles. So all of this kombucha is obviously uh natural. You don't pasteurize, right? You just it's refrigerated. Correct. And no. you it. Yeah,
0: it's not pasteurized. It's mildly filtered, just whatever i can do to to take the excess out but it's mildly filter and we don't carbon we don't force carbonation
1: right right well this is great and i and it sounds like you're just about up, coming up to the first year of production um in february uh, less than you know two months from now when um yeah where do you see where do you see yourself in say three to five years do, do you have any direction there or are you pretty much just running to keep up with demand as you have it today?
0: No, well, um, I mean, the direction is uh, we're going to have more people working uh, the first quarter of next year in production so I can actually go and talk about the brand uh, instead of like being in here all the time uh, because I know already what the process is so I can teach somebody. And um, I, you know, we need to triple production uh, uh, in the next year and a half, and uh, it's not that we need to; we want to. We want to. We want to expand, and and also, I mean, we have we have kombucha and we have fermented foods. So next year we're gonna go stronger on the fermented foods as well. I didn't have time to to do this uh, this year because kombucha took over all my time. But then next year, because we're gonna hire uh, a couple of people for production, then I'm gonna be able to do. Other fermented foods that go very
1: well with with kombucha. So what you're seeing in Spain then is a. It sounds like um, it's really being, becoming uh, well accepted as a as a beverage.
0: It is, but there's a long way to go. Uh, I mean, it's it's a little bit scary when you see that we are the country in Europe. I think with most brewers right now, in terms of you know population wise. Something I think I read in in your um, in Butch news I, I don't I, I don't recall very well right now, but I was like, wow. I mean, that we we are a lot, and which is great, and I love the fact that uh, there's so many people interested in it. But at the same time, there's there's a huge market because not everybody knows about it, and even in the U.S., we think that everybody knows about it, and it's not true. So imagine here, um, I would say that. When I go to a farmer's market or, you know, or, or, or we try to sell to a store, I would say, you know, one out of 30 people might know what kombucha is, maybe because they heard it. Uh, they haven't even tried it. So at least here in Galicia is extremely new. So there's a lot of potential to sell to not only stores, but to restaurants, uh, to bars, Um, you know it's you name it Uh, there's a huge opportunity
1: fantastic yeah i think that's definitely happening um everywhere in the world and especially in europe where as you know from living in miami you are playing catch-up with the u.s but it means that companies like yours have a great future so thanks so much for talking with us today
0: oh no thank you thank you very much
1: Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit
0: BoochNews.com.